This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. It is Corey Aporier back alive again with the latest edition in our ongoing interview series. I'm super stoked to have a member of the vault inside the vault with us today. And uh, of course, people will be able to watch it. You might be watching live now, or you'll be able to check out the replay. So feel free to post your questions even in the replay, and I'll make sure we circle back. Uh, You might be listening to this on our podcast because we repurpose it there uh, or one of our other channels. So I just want you to know whether you're live or replay, uh, we love you, and we're so happy that you're here with us today. Uh, Barbara Veracruz, so excited to have you here today. And Barbara, where I think I'd like to start, which is usually where we start, is Mm -hmm. to tell us a little bit about yourself for those that may be discovering you for the first time today. Yes. Well, um, I'm running a coaching business uh, since uh, almost seven years now, and it has different pillars. So I have a pillar, which is business coaching, where BMW is one of my biggest clients. Then I have a personal coaching pillar where I guide mostly entrepreneurs business owners and influencers. Then I have an online school, which is Barbara School of Wisdom, and I have a web shop. And, you know, like, and the last pillar is public speaking and writing. I'm in the process of writing a book. Wow. So um, it sounds like never a dull moment. I think we can no, say that, no, no, uh, no. which is awesome. I mean, obviously, you're ne- you never have time to get bored, which I think is, no. uh, is always nice. I always say I'd rather be busy than bored. And so, yeah. Barbara, there's so many directions I could go from there. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. I'll start out with, I know you're pretty active on LinkedIn. So maybe I'll start mm-hmm. out there because I know a lot of our listeners and guests are heavily into LinkedIn and wanting to know yes. how to use it a bit better. So can you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about why you chose to spend some of your time on LinkedIn and maybe even some of the benefits you've seen? Like, has it been a good time investment for you? Mm-hmm. Well, from all the social media platforms that I'm active on, LinkedIn has really boosted my business most um, because it's really my core audience. The audience on LinkedIn wants to be educated wants to learn and is there in a professional way. Um, I'm, I'm active on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, but where, um, and I, you know, like I really had a vision for how to use the different platforms and how people could enter, you could say, Barbara's world. So the first step is my web shop, 
where I have gratitude journal inspiration cards, which are mostly sold on Facebook, Instagram. The second step to enter my world and know more about self-development, self-growth, really living your purpose is the online course, which is still Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn also. But then the personal coaching is really through LinkedIn. So I really thought like a strategy for people who want to um, develop themselves, but we're all at different stages of the journey. Some people are only, you know, like tiptoeing and, you know, like discovering and uh, or some don't have the means yet to invest in personal coaching. And I really wanted to offer a really broad audience that you could say access to empowerment, access to self-empowerment, access to self-growth. Um, but being on LinkedIn really changed the game for me. Um, it made me visible to people that before I was not visible to. It In the past year, it changed my career in a way that, first of all, I became number one um, global talk leader um, on mental health for uh, Tinkers360. Then I was um, asked to become uh, vice president of Professional Women International in Brussels. That's, that was all through my LinkedIn presence. Um, and then I was asked to help uh, organize um, an open global dialogue in Monaco in 2023, hum uh, humanitarian. So really, it changed the game. It, it, it really leveled me up to a, you could say, the authority, your, your branding that you're doing on LinkedIn. First of all, your content has to be top notch. Mm -hmm. That first of all. And then consistency. You know, like you bring value and then you're consistent. And when you do that and you are really um, having a unique voice, as you know, I'm a global kindness advocate. My message is all about bringing more kindness and compassion in the world, but more specifically into work environments. Um, that, that's my passion into organizations. Really rebalance, rebalance, because mental well-being is something that has been neglected for centuries. And now we see, you know, like the, the, the consequences of that. But being present as me, you know, like there's no... I'm not salesy, I'm not different now than in my videos on LinkedIn, than if you would meet me in real person than I am with my, my kids and my husband. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really finding your unique voice. But first, I think there's really a trajectory because you really have to have that, first of all, clear vision. What is your message? Who you want to talk to? And that 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 enormous confidence that you know, okay, that is who I am. That is what I bring into the world. And that's what, what I stand for. And people just have a sixth sense for authenticity. They feel that. And because you, you keep doing it. I'm, I think since two years on LinkedIn now, really, um, I post, I, I also created, um, I have my personal account where I have 22,000 followers, all organic, you know, like I didn't promote, I didn't do anything. It And it's mostly people asking me to connect mm. and people following me. And then I created, I think a year ago, a page, just long-term thinking. And there I have 2,000 followers. There it's really about my coaching institute. And then you have the personal um, page. So what I do is that I post every day. I post or on my personal um, account, or on my um, 
company page. So I do mon uh, Mondays is company, Tuesdays personal. So it's it's every day. Um, and then you could say, well, Barbara, you can pay, post every day. If you if nobody is engaging in your content, what do you do? I would suggest first of all to start engaging on other people's posts, but I think that's nothing new. Everybody knows that already. Um, maybe you will be asked to, to uh, have some engagement groups, which can help you also. Um, and it's just being genuine and having that abundance giving spirit. Um, that's all what I did. Nothing, you know, like nothing in particular. And there is no secrets to that. I think the biggest secret is finding your voice, being very steady in, in your brand authority and then just being structured and consistent. So I have to ask you a question from my, you know, from my perspective around this now, yes. because uh, I always think that way too, that if I have a question, probably there's other people listening that have the same question. Uh, yes. So my question around that, I'd love to get your take on this. I, um, and I'll, you know, I'll tell you what I learned, I guess. I went through um, mm -hmm. Shay Robottom, her bootcamp. Yes. And mm -hmm. one of the things I asked about is every now and then, and it's just based, I won't go into all the details of why, but sometimes I have to break for a couple of weeks because of different things that I have in the, the pipeline. And I asked her, and, and I feel like, and maybe I misunderstood it, but I feel like what they said to me was that if you have to take a break, it's better to take a break than it is to kind of go try to be on there, but only go like one day and then yes, disappear yes, for five I think days. So. And so I took like, now I'm on like a three week break right now and I'm just about to dive back yes. in on Monday. But what are your thoughts around that? Like, is it better? Because I heard that LinkedIn. No, 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 no. I think it's a great, it's a great way. And when you come back, really make a post about it and saying, mm -hmm. I took a break. And then people know, okay, it was a conscious decision. It was not you being lazy or inconsistent. It was deliberate. And 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 I see many people doing that, taking a break. But then I, I would take a full break, not not like half half. Really, um, if you cannot deliver um, the high quality content and just going on routine, don't do it. Hmm. You know that in the beginning, two years ago, I would on my um, or I, when I started with my page, just put motivational quotes. And then I started thinking, I still do it. But my copy, you know, like my caption text has become really, um, you know, like a different level than you could say Facebook. Mm -hmm. I have the quote, but then I explain what, how can you do, what can you do in your life and um, adding value. It's not just a motivational quote. It's, it's me giving my perspective and helping people like how it can help in their lives. Yeah, I you know I love that, and and you know I, I love what you said too, uh, in terms of if you're going to take a break, you know I know I asked the question, but if you're going to take a break, don't you know do it half, just take a complete break. But then I love the other side of because I wouldn't have probably done that. I love the idea of also saying here it was deliberate. Here's why yes. I took a break, and actually because yes. then you're communicating with the same people who want to be interacted. Absolutely. With so I love Absolutely, that. and you're genuine. You're vulnerable, you're open, and you're authentic. And it's human. But it's a lot, um, that's what people like. We're all humans. And if I would decide one day to take a break, I would announce it. And when I come back, I would I would talk about it. 
Uh, well, what I love about that too is it makes me uh, think the well. One of the other things they said, so it makes me think of this, is that LinkedIn itself uh, has their own algorithms. And if you mm-hmm. are on one day, don't do much. And like you said, you're just you're just putting it up for the sake of putting it up, just to try to get by. Yes. But you don't get any engagement because of that. Then LinkedIn actually almost dislikes that more than yes. if you just yes. disappear. Yes. But then you're Absolutely. back consistently. Absolutely. And I think when you take a break and your first post is really engaging, it will explode. I'm sure of that. Love it. Now, how about, uh, and again, I wasn't planning to stay on only LinkedIn, but I want to ask you this as well. What about video versus um, text? And I say this, I understand that most people do a mixture of, so I'm not mm-hmm. you know, saying all or nothing, but what is your experience? Is video, do you find it performs better than text quotes or is it a no. matter of trying to mix it no. up? Video has been from performing like a video, me making a video. There's a big difference between like a TikTok video that you re- reshare or like the funny videos. Right. Me, I never share, uh, you know, like I always share my content and it's always high quality. I never chase after likes or views. So what I have seen is that video views drop because I think LinkedIn wants to promote the lives. Um, so uploading videos, but I still do them. I mix. Um, I have seen that um, photo picture plus text works best for me in in, in reach. Mm. But I still do video because I really want people to get a feel of who I am and what I do. It's very important for me. And well, you know, since I mix, if less people see it, then, you know, like, that's that. I don't chase the, the, the massive views. I want to engage with people who want to engage with me, who are interested in that content. Because if you only sh- you, you only chase the views, then, you know, like, best thing you can do is post funny videos. Mm. It's such a great point because I, I always say it this way. I, it's the same with podcasting, for instance. Mm-hmm. I hear people say... Um, oh, I quit podcasting. And I say, why? Well, I only had 100 listeners an episode. And I always ask that person, let me ask you this. If you could go down to a local business, you know, down the road and speak to 100 of your ideal clients, would you? And they're like, oh, every day of the week. And then I said, but you walked away from 100 of your ideal clients listening to your podcast. Yes, absolutely right. Uh, People are really, um, how could you say, the numbers i think people are blinded by by the numbers um don't don't let numbers blind you um numbers are always you know like to feed your ego um it's not about what you're bringing into the world and of course we want engagement um but if you bring good quality consistently and you are generous in engaging with other people and you you know building a brand becoming an authority isn't done in two months or six months. It takes years. If you're doing it for the money, choose something else. Go in cryptocurrency or go in, I don't know, whatever. You know, like maybe in, I, I, I don't know. But becoming a thought leader and, and building your brand and building your, your consulting or coaching business is long-term, really long-term. If you really need the money, I would suggest that you really have something on the side for your peace of mind and that you can build your business at ease. 
I, I like that. And, and I will say too, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what I've seen is there's a lot of uh, influencers that on LinkedIn built their LinkedIn influence on the side. And yes, you know, it makes absolutely. me think that. I mentioned um, Shay Robot. I mean, obviously, you know, at what, 700,000 followers, she's built a pretty solid LinkedIn following. Yes. And I, I forget how long she said it was, but there was a, a time where she was still on Facebook and it was she was doing both. And one was a company she was working for that she, I think she co-founded. But then LinkedIn was kind of like the side project. And so yes. she, another, to your point, she built it without having to rely on it. And then she talked about how one of her main, um, he shared the story, but one of the main guys that works with her now, he came to her and he was struggling too because he was still working full time. And he, he was given a choice by his employer to, you have a certain amount of time to decide, are you going LinkedIn or this? But he was able to build his LinkedIn before he needed it. So he didn't have to, mm-hmm. to your point, chase views and stuff like that because yeah. he had something else to rely on. So I agree with Absolutely. you. You're better to, even if it's a separate business, you're better to have a side hustle that pays the bills than to try to chase. Absolutely. Views. Absolutely. And I think multiple streams of income is just, you know, like, is the future. If you're just relying on one thing, we never know. We live in uncertain times. That's why I created an online school. I have my web shop. Um, I have my personal coaching. I still work a lot with BMW, which gives me peace of mind. But most of all, um, pushes me to strive for excellence because working with BMW is really, you know, like high level. You just don't work with them. Um, you have to deliver. You have to deliver results, results, results. And that's good for me because um, it keeps me grounded. Mm -hmm. It keeps me really in touch with business world. So for my personal coaching clients, I'm really in that world. For the corporate people that I work with, I'm really in that world. I understand them. I'm not some kind of coach who has no more feeling with what happens, you know. I'm really in, I'm, I'm a mom, mom of three, my, my husband, I'm really into, in, into the, you know, like the, hec- the hectic of life and still I can find a way to go through it with grace and ease, but it's only in living, in embodying it, that you um, become successful in it. You, so you really have to, to walk the talk. Absolutely. So now let me ask you, uh, you know, when we think about the world, as you said, especially in times like these. So when we talk about times like these and obviously everything has changed, like the rules have all changed in the last little bit. How has that impacted you? Like, have you made pivots or changed things? I know you talked about having multiple streams of income, but have you changed Mm -hmm. different things about the way you do stuff because of COVID or has COVID had a big effect on you? I just like to hear everybody's kind of survived through COVID. Um, I have to say that it was moderate. The only thing that changed that normally when I do personal coaching, I go mostly I do walks in the woods with my clients here in Belgium. So I had to turn to 100% virtual. I do have clients um, abroad with with whom I have already virtual coaching sessions, but I had to go 100% um, virtual. And now and then I had some extra time where, you know, like I got inspiration to write a book. So um, I'm, I'm the kind of person who always looks for the opportunity. So last year when it was full lockdown, I was like, what's the opportunity? I have some extra time. And the idea for the book came. So um, I would say to people, there's always a blessing. There's always an opportunity. 
And I think the world has changed so much that it has um, all, you know, like the, the real heavy structures that we had before, it, it's just crumbling. And we're going to a new world where everybody has more access to everything. We have, you know, like in, in going to that access to all social media platforms, to the internet, we can all start a business, a side business. Um, we can be creative. We can really have our creativity. Um, no doom and gloom, always looking for the, you know, like the positive in the difficulty. Well, I guess that's probably why you're a mental health leader. <laughs> yeah. You understand the power of mindset, it sounds like. Yes. Uh, so, Barbara, I wanted to ask you, uh, as we start to wind down, we still have a, a bit of time, but as we start to wind down, can you tell me um, as well, and, and I ask this because, as you know, a lot of the people on our, our podcast here, mm -hmm. most of the places that we are posting it, a lot of the people listening, they're either influencers now, they're wanting to increase mm -hmm. their influence, they're wanting yes. to become a leader. And so I'd love to ask you, and I know it's a pretty out there question, meaning it's pretty broad, but can you think of... If you think back through all the stuff you've done, you mentioned LinkedIn was a game changer. Can you think mm -hmm. of maybe another game changer or two? Like, for instance, writing a book, was that a game changer? Like, I'd just love to hear for other people to learn from. Is there something else that moved the needle? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, working with a coach, working with a mentor, we who gave, who made, who looked at me, who made me look at myself like, um, through his eyes and less critical and seeing my he was like I was like wow I want to become an authority and he was like you are an authority and I was like I am an authority so really working with someone who, who looks to, you know like who has a different perspective and who supports you in coming out because saying from yourself you know like I'm an authority I'm a thought leader you have to have a certain confidence but since i'm not the arrogant type of person it took me quite a while to to you know like just speak the words i'm a thought leader and having for me that was a game changer working with a mentor on that on really you know like i'm here look at me and if you are more like um you could say uh it's not that I'm a shy person. I'm not a shy person, but I'm not a person. I'm just not the outgoing. I, I'm more an introvert. So for an introvert to say, you know, like, look at me, here I am. So that was four years ago, then the LinkedIn. And now I'm in the process of writing my book, but I know, I know it will even change more because I, you know, as I'm writing it, I have many times I'm like, oh my God, I love it. I, I love, and not saying this from an arrogant perspective, but you know how the law of attraction works. If you if you put all your love, your joy in the words, you are writing. I'm not writing like I have to make money with this book. No, that's not on my mind. It's my mission. It's my life's purpose, and it's it's a labor of love. I love it, and so. Let me ask you as well, um, as we really start to bring things to a close, I'd love to ask you this one question, Barbara, that I ask everybody. Uh, it's not really related to influence at all, or maybe it is. I guess mm -hmm. that's for somebody else to decide, but I call it the time machine question. And mm -hmm. especially when I have a new guest on and I haven't asked them this question, I'm always curious to hear their answer. It's as simple as it sounds. If you could jump into a time machine 
and go back and mm -hmm. talk to a younger version of yourself and give her one piece of life advice based on what you've learned in the years since. What do you think you might mm -hmm. tell younger Barbara? You are okay. You are wonderful. You are beautiful. It's okay. You don't have to prove yourself. It's okay. You know, like really um, as who you, we are since childhood, our education system teaches us that we have to, you know, like get grades to be someone. Then we have to find a, a job with a certain title to be someone. Then we have to, you know, like have these material possessions to be someone. That's what society teaches us. And I would say, let go of, you are someone. You are someone. You are worthy just for who you are. And it would have changed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, you know, the the growing and the challenges and the polishing. And that's just part of the human life experience. So um, maybe it's 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 OK as it was, as it has the journey has been. Well, you're not alone in saying that. I I find that it's really intriguing to me that a common theme is people that are where they want to be now in life. Mm -hmm tell themselves or would say to themselves it's okay stop worrying okay. about all the stuff you yes. want to change about yes. yourself because you yes. need to go through yes. it but i also find it interesting a lot of people say and i wouldn't even get in the time machine because i'd be scared i would change something about today <laughs> yeah. so and i know that's I, I never ask people would you get in the time machine because i want to hear their answer before i say that mm -hmm. but i know there's a lot of people that probably wouldn't get in the time machine they might get yeah. in the time machine if they could go in the future or go check out something really cool yes. but Absolutely. if it would impact their life i know a lot of people would say yeah. nope not interested. So I love your answer. Uh, so Barbara, last question, most important in my opinion, somebody that's been listening to this that wants to reach out and connect with you, where would you send them? Is there a hub or is there a place they can go to? Uh, well, they can check my degrees? name out on, on LinkedIn or otherwise my website is www.barbaravercruz.com. Amazing. So LinkedIn or your main website are the best yes. places. And so Barbara, I'll call this uh, with your permission a to be continued. I feel like we barely scratched the surface, but <laughs> okay. it's been an absolute pleasure. And I love the work you're doing. And I just want to see you keep going out there and knocking out of the park and changing lives. And maybe next time when we bring you on, we'll talk about the work that you do in, in mental health awareness as well. Okay, great. Thank you awesome. so much. Thanks, my friend. Thank you, everybody. Until later on tonight, we have one more interview today. So until later today. Thanks, Barbara. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.